Gets not his benefit, all his benefits. For conquering kings, giants, for our sakes, 
in the name of Jesus for bringing us this far, this far in the year for the light you have shed on our path in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. You are wonderful, you are gracious, you are good, you are great. There is none like you. Oh, blessed be your name, Jesus. We thank you, we thank you for daily pouring water upon our thirsty souls. In the name of Jesus. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Momaya, in the name of Jesus. I bless you, I bless you, I bless you, I bless you. I bless you, I bless you, I bless you, I bless you. In the name of Jesus. I bless you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, we give you praise. Hey, there is none holy as you, O God. There is none holy as you, O God. Hey, there is none beside you. Neither is there any rock like our God. Hey, Lord, O God, because of you, the bows of the mighty men are broken and they stumbled and are get dead with strength. Oh Father, we bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. King of kings, Lord of lords, our prince of peace, our prince of peace, in the name of Jesus. Be exalted, be magnified, be adored in Jesus' mighty name. You are lifted, O oh God. Thank you for keeping our feet. For raising the poor out of the dust and lifting the beggar from the dungeon to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. We know that the pillars of the earth are yours and you have set the world upon them. Blessed be your name, O God. In Jesus' name. Ask God to prepare our hearts. Tell God to prepare your heart. Even as you follow along, tell God to prepare your heart for what is next in the name of Jesus. Tell God through His Holy Spirit to prepare your heart. Lift your voice. Tell God that Holy Spirit, prepare my heart, cleanse me, purify my heart. In the name of Jesus, for what is next? In the name of Jesus, as I come to behold your face in glory. In the name of Jesus, remove from me the ways of lying, the ways of iniquity, the stains and the spots and the blemishes of sin and transgression. In the name of Jesus, that I may behold your face in righteousness. In the name of Jesus, Father, O God, I pray, coming before your throne of grace, boldly by the blood of Jesus, to obtain a mercy and to find grace to help in this time of need. Lord, I ask that you cleanse me, prepare my heart, create me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit, and renew a right spirit within me. In the name of Jesus Christ, burn me with his O God, and make me whole. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, I bless you, I give you praise, I give you glory. In the name of Jesus, you are faithful, you are true, you are good. In Jesus, mighty name. Your name be exalted. Your name be exalted. Your name be magnified. Beloved, lift your voice. Begin to pray in the language of the Spirit. Quicken and energize yourself. Amen. 
Robra Kataya, Malua Kabinama Shebrondi Haskate, Iligoro Shabarani Sunaya, in a name of Jesus, in a name of Jesus, lift your voice, lift your heart, Ligo Brate Bo Shabande, I Kabilo Varahaskate, Matiko Bobo, Rida Brate, Lida Brate, Rida Brate, Rida Brate, Ibarra Kedosha, Ayamba Convert, Itika Babaroska Ayati Brate Babadosha, a Lord increase our strength, a quicken our spirit, help our infirmities, Lepadikabaraskope, for your word says, but ye beloved, a building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, Libarasikopa, Debadibarasababado, Lidagadida Shate, Barikopra Pai, Libaranteko, Idombo Bariase, a Shatigrate, Radibabaya, a Montecoba. We rise higher and higher, we rise higher and higher by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. The weak are quickened, the weak are quickened right now in the name of Jesus Christ. The faint receive strength, Ibaras Kapin Watalabadaya, the faint they receive power, Idos Kapin Namarasetos in the name of Jesus. chapter 4 verse 2 Colossians chapter 4 verse 2 the Bible says continue in prayer continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving 
Verse 3 says, without, without praying also for us, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in bonds, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. You want to pray and tell God and Lord, grant your speaker utterance today in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, take over. Take over. As you take over, grant your your. mystery of Christ bent to intimacy in the name of Jesus for which also that he that I may make manifest as I ought to speak there is a way and a manner I ought to speak but unless the Lord takes charge unless the Spirit of the Living God takes control hey I can speak but not as the oracles of God I may deliver but not spirit but Bible says Jesus said in John 6 the verse 68 the words that I speak unto you they are spirit and they are life I want to tell God that Lord utterance to minister to make manifest the spirit the mystery of Christ to speak spirit and life in the name of Jesus Christ in not carnality but that which is spirit that which is capable of reviving that which is capable of blessing that which is capable of restoring and quickening her in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to utter to utter your lively oracles free from the errors of the flesh in the name of Jesus Christ oh maratiko beliata malamba badiate a Lord oh God put your words in my mouth in your lively oracles iberus kabaya grant me utterance in the name of Jesus Christ that out of my belly there shall flow rivers of living water in the name of Jesus limo kabalia telabada ratoski bandevene hataya enabrakapaya to declare your will to declare your intents to declare your purposes to your people on earth as it is in heaven in the name of Jesus Lego Baraske that Dimanamaswabaha Idosha Dimanamataya Laka Shombre that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak in the name of Jesus Christ. Maratosha Baliko Malabahasaya in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We pray and we are asking the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. Take control of this meeting. Take charge of the atmosphere. We give you permission. Lord, we give you permission. We give you the room. We give you the legal right and access. Hey, dominates our atmosphere, saturate our spaces in the name of Jesus Christ. And by your presence in this place, take control, drive out every contrary force uh, hey, that seeks to permeate, to, to, to establish, uh, that has been sent to hinder hey, this gathering in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, hey, that has been sent uh, hey, to, to squat in any of our spaces uh, by divine authority. Uh, we drive them out, uh, take charge of our spaces uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. Let your presence, O oh God, fill this atmosphere. Your glory, O oh God, fill this atmosphere. In the name of Jesus Christ, take control. Father, take control over every 
teaching. Hey, take preeminence, oh God. Let your power be felt. Hey, let your glory be seen. In the name of Jesus Christ, even as you release grace unto us, hey, quicken, quicken. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you for taking control in Jesus' mighty name. Our last prayer, you only tell God alone. tell God that Father speak to me a word in season every word every mystery guidance direction breakthrough healing spiritual growth keys supernatural keys light that is for me anything that you have for me oh God in the course of this meeting release unto me in the name of Jesus Release unto me in the name of Jesus. Release unto me in the name of Jesus. Release unto me in the name of Jesus. Grant me encounters with your power. Encounters with your grace. In the name of Jesus Christ. Speak to me. A word in season. That will bring transformation to my life. That will catapult me into another dimension. In the name of Jesus Christ. A revelation. The light of revelation. The light of revelation. In the knowledge of you. In the name of Jesus Christ may I may comprehend with all things what is the length and the depth and the height and the right and the breadth of the love of God which surpasses all understanding in the name of Jesus oh God light light oh God to be able to possess my inheritance in the saints in the name of Jesus Christ father I thank you we bless you we give you praise we give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. Take control, Lord. We bless you, Jesus. Shut the baby corner. Help us see your face. And your glory. they be agreed and focusing looking on to Jesus looking on to Jesus I've said the Lord always before me 
and we came to look at pleasing him without faith it is impossible to please god because he that comes to god must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him yes them that want to walk with him they seek him O ye god seekers take heart all that want to walk with god they are walking with him and yet they are seeking walking and seeking my beloved who is hid in the cleft of the rock isaiah 49 talks about it the god who hides himself so the moments periodic moments where we have to seek him while agreeing with him focusing on him and then doing our best to please him in our walk with him the keys we can learn from the work of enoch hallelujah that very condensed yet profound biblical compendium of enoch's entire walk with god hallelujah so for some time for some time when we we've been looking at the protocols when we looked at um, when we looked at the protocols we looked at agreement like I've already said we looked at agreeing with God from Amos 3 verses 1 through 3 the way we ought to walk, the way we ought to stand, and then our sitting. And to be in agreement with God, realize you have to be in disagreement with the world. And anytime we are out of agreement, we are out of alignment with God. And um, in focusing on the partner, we realize we can't serve two masters. Yes. Like some of us try to do. We try to love many, many um lecturers at a time many many um family members or spiritual authorities at a time but it is it is not so it is not so bible says nobody can serve two masters and just imagine a man with more than one head the head that you submit to imagine yours a man having more than one head how will you describe such a man that man is no longer a man he is a beast Amen. He is a beast. Now, we realize that in order to focus on the partner, that is, in this case, God, we can't serve two masters. We cannot serve God and mammon. So we are not supposed to have any other gods before God. That is, I will use an analogy to look at that. So if you don't understand that, you may have to go back to the previous episode. I think um, either... 11 or 12 the protocols of intimacy pleasure pleasure and you're going to find it there and it's possible to forsake god and serve other gods it's possible to forsake god and serve money it's possible to for, forsake god and serve career it's possible to forsake god and and serve our own ambitions jesus said that this is life eternal that they might know thee the only through god and Jesus so knowing God focusing on him is the thing that brings eternal life it's a path it's a journey and until we've made it to the end you can't say you are a soul that has been won 
neither can you also boast and say you have overcome because in revelation chapter 2 and 3 it says he that overcomes he that overcomes he that overcomes will lie not not overcomers by death alone through the tribulation but overcomers by faith there are two kinds of overcomers there overcomers by death overcomers by faith hallelujah praise god so until we make it to the end that is why bible the bible always uses the word blessed hope blessed hope blessed hope which is in christ jesus for us colossians 1 talks about the hope of glory it's a blessed hope first john 3 he anyone who has this hope in him purified himself it's a hope we have hallelujah the hope of salvation ultimate salvation it says let us therefore as many as be perfect be thus minded and if any and if in anything ye be otherwise minded god shall reveal even this unto you hallelujah for our conversation is in heaven from whence also we look for our savior the lord jesus christ now we looked at desire to please a partner we said we said that in order to please a, a partner we have to have faith in them we have to submit to the will of that partner we have to his desires now become our command or our instructions hallelujah and we realize from second timothy 2 verse 4 that no man that warreth no soldier enrolled enlisted in the army for war entangled himself gets in himself involved and pierced through pierced through by the sorrows and distractions of the affairs of life why so that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier hallelujah so likewise as husbands submit to wives so they can please their wives and wives also submit to their husbands so that they can please their husband the same in the same manner we are supposed to submit to god hallelujah it's only one who is fully submitted to god that can use god for his purposes that is no heresy a skilled workman of god bible says who has known the mind of god that he may instruct him it is possible to come to the place where you you grow in the knowledge of god so much so that you begin to apprehend his mind and his counsel concerning certain things and then he says he, he said in the word the word of god he says they command ye me according to the works of my hands or in the works of my hands command ye me so it is possible for you to instruct god as an intercessor lord this is the part of the field that is ripe for harvest i have been able to i have been able to uh, by revelation ascend by revelation and prayer ascend into the heavens and been able to discern the times and the seasons and have come to the knowledge of your purposes your counsels and your timings for the places or the various territories the jurisdictions of of many territories and i've realized that your harvest the field is ripe here so therefore i am calling you i am i am instructing you not a disrespectful instruction it, it is a partnership that lord is a reminder that lord this place is ripe and so come down and harvest we give you permission we give you permission so we looked at um how that when abraham was 99 years old and god appeared unto him he was so abram god said unto him that he is he is a god almighty that abram should walk before him and be perfect abram should walk before him and seek to please him hallelujah now i think we couldn't get far today we want to get into it 
please can someone help us with second kings chapter 15 no should i go to 15 second kings please help me with second kings chapter 20 21 verses 1 second kings chapter 21 verses 1 through um, 6 at the desire to please their partner we looked at Hezekiah's work do you know that in 2nd Kings chapter 20 if you read the whole chapter 20 there was a time when Isaiah the prophet came unto King Hezekiah and he asked him In fact, Hezekiah walked before God and fell ill. And the prophet was sent to him, the prophet Isaiah. And the word of the Lord came unto him, telling him that God was going to heal him. Now, he didn't believe. So God in fact, his unbelief made him ask the prophet that, what is the sign that God is going to heal me? And the prophet told him that the sign that you have of the Lord is that God is going to turn the shadow to go forward 10 degrees. Then Hezekiah said that, oh, going forward 10 degrees is easy. I want you to go backward. 10 degrees and the prophet said that that shall it be hallelujah so it happened that the, 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 the shadow went 10 degrees backward on according as it was on the dial of Ahaz now shortly after that account or that encounter Bible says that Baruch, Baruch Baladan he, he was the son of Baladan, king of Babylon. He sent letters and a present unto Hezekiah because he heard that Hezekiah has been sick. And Hezekiah hearkened unto them. And when these visitors came to his house, Hezekiah took them round and showed them everything in his house. Everything. Received the gifts of iniquity. And shortly afterwards, Isaiah shows up again and he says that what did these men say that came to you and where did they come from and Isaiah Hezekiah explained to Isaiah that these were men sent from Babylon that they brought him gifts that that they came to visit him and then he showed them around his house and then Isaiah asked him what things he showed unto them and then the king Hezekiah said that he showed them everything and the prophet said that behold the days will come that everything that your fathers have laid up shall be carried into babylon and he said that nothing will be left nothing nothing now it came to pass that hezekiah slept with his fathers and bible says that 
in replacement of him, Manasseh was raised. Manasseh was raised, his son. His son that was born to him by his wife Hephzibah. Bible says that when Manasseh reigned in the stead of his father, while his father sought to please God, walked in the ways of God, did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. For Manasseh, Manasseh turned aside. His focus wasn't to please God. So he received a kingdom that was in alignment with God. He received a kingdom that was in total agreement with God. He received an inheritance from his father, which was whole and true, pure and undefiled. But what happened? Bible says he was 12 years old when he began to reign. Manasseh was 12 years old when he began to reign. And he reigned 50 and 5 years in Jerusalem. Bible says he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. What did he do? He built up again. That means they were before. He built up again. That means those things that he rebuilt were already there but something happened to them like what happened in genesis 1 in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and the the earth was without form and void the earth became without form and void and now god had to come and recreate so he said his father dismantled. Where are some of us? We are we are hoping that our parents will fight battles for us and then not enable us inherit or not make us inherit certain battles. Somebody, your father, your mother has fought battles for you, won, destroyed evil foundations, and you you came to reinforce them. You came to lay them again. Bible says he built again the high places which Hezekiah his father had destroyed, and he he read he read up altars for Baal for bow and made a groove as did ahab king of israel and worshipped all the hosts of heaven and served them and he built altars he built altars for all the hosts of heaven <laughs> he built altars in the house of the lord of which the lord said in jerusalem will i put my name understand that god does not want competition with anybody in our lives we said that we have to agree with him we have to focus on him we can't serve two masters god does not want competition with anybody today the jerusalem of god is in your heart because you your body has become the temple of god he wants no competition he doesn't want you to erect the the altar of of mammon okay to compete erecting the altar of mammon in your heart to compete with him in your heart Because it says, in Jerusalem will I put my name. In his heart, in your heart, has God placed his name. So, see what Manasseh did. He built altars for all the hosts of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. He built altars for all the hosts. This has to do with divination, sorcery, astrology, not astronomy. Astronomy is not evil. Astrology is he all the hosts of heaven that's do it astrology and everything divination sorcery and all the acts of egypt 
and he made his sons to pass through the fire the very things that in the levitical priesthood they they, they they were warned that they should allow none of their sons or their children to pass through the fire it was it was a ritual they set the fire and then you know it was done in honor to a god and they observed times to observe times that is astrology you know we, we people use the zodiac they count they, they calculate the position of the moon and then the sun or the, the, the maybe mercury in relation to to the the sun and the moon and then they'll say oh this time mercury is going to be in retrograde and because mercury is going to be in retrograde um this is what is going to happen to your life um your love life is going to be very good your uh, your career life is going to be spiced up but however your emotions you have to be careful because um there'll be disturbances uh, in your emotions due to this and that because mercury is going to be 45 degrees north of this and that that is the observing of the the the, the, uh, the times observing at the times and and the use of enchantments bible says he used enchantments and dealt with familiar spirit that is the worst of it we are praying and we are dealing with familiar spirits you are casting familiar spirits out here is somebody playing with them we are praying them away he is playing with them playing with them what his father undid he is redoing He dealt also with wizards. And Bible says he wrought much wickedness in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. So all the time that he was doing this, gradually he was getting out of agreement with God. What it means is that Manasseh was gradually, his father went clockwise. He was going anti-clockwise, gradually going out of the will of God for his life out of the will of God for the people of Jerusalem. So what happened? What happened? Sometimes it's a slow fade. I keep telling us the devil is so good at tricking us into some of these things. He starts it in a very slow manner, unpredictable. Before you realize you are there, before you realize the anger and the wrath of God has descended upon you, before you realize you are out of tune, because you've been out of intimacy with God for a very, very long time. For, 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 for some time. For some time. For some time. Every one of those single acts of evil that he did turned his heart away from God and God's love and God's face away from him because he was not giving God pleasure. He wasn't feeding God pleasure anymore. He was rather irritating God, provoking God to jealousy by erecting altars in the house of God. Bible says in the two courts, you know there are three courts in the temple, the outer court, the, the inner court and the holy place or the holy of holies how can you erect altars in the house of God to compete with the God of your fathers knowing very well do you see why God said that the scepter will not depart from David and how that David came from Abraham's lineage because Bible said that 
he knows god said he knows that david in fact abraham will come will command his household and their children after him to obey all the commands that he has given to abraham god knows men he knows men not by faces but by their hearts god knows men not by faces but by their hearts That is to say that any time we provoke God to anger and jealousy, we've displeased Him. It's because we have incurred His displeasure. Hallelujah. Bible says that, and He set, Manasseh did so many things. He set a graven image of the groove that He had made in the house of, of which the Lord said to David and to Solomon His son, in this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, will I put my name forever. <laughs> now let's go to the verse 10 of 2 Kings chapter 21. Bible says, And the Lord spake by his servants the prophet, saying, Because Manasseh king, king Manasseh king of Judah had done these abominations and had done in fact because Manasseh has displeased me instead of pleasing me like his father Hezekiah and has done wickedly above all that the Amorites did. Amorites were a heathen nation. It says which were before him and had made Judah also to sin with his idols. Therefore thus saith the Lord God of Israel behold I am bringing such evil upon Jerusalem and Judah that is judgment. Anytime we displease God, judgment comes in. And whosoever heareth of it, both his ears shall tingle. And I will stretch over Jerusalem the line of Samaria and the plummet of the house of Ahab. And I will wipe Jerusalem as a man wiped a dish, wiping it and turning it upside down. What, what a punishment. And I will forsake the remnant of my inheritance, God's own inheritance. Now he says that he's going to forsake them and deliver them into the hand of their enemies and they shall become a prey and a spoil to all their enemies because they have done that which was evil in my sight and have provoked me to anger since the day their fathers came forth out of the out of egypt even unto this day moreover manasseh shed innocent blood very much till he had filled jerusalem very much he kept doing it until he had filled so remember that when it comes to the anointing, the, the day of manifestation is the day your cup runs over. When it comes to iniquity, the day of judgment is also the day that your cup runs over. So you keep filling your, your cup, you keep filling your cup, you keep filling your cup. The day comes when you are filled everywhere with enough iniquity. May God show us mercy in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. John chapter 14, verse 15. Please, please, before we get to John chapter 14, verse 15, please, somebody should help us with Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 1. Let me, it's a long read through 14. Deuteronomy 11, verses 1 through 14. I'll try and then read for my end.
Therefore thou shalt love the Lord thy God and keep his charge and his statutes and his judgment and, and his commandment always. Yes. It should be our goal to please God always, always, always. And know, know ye this day, for I speak not with your children, which have not known and which have not seen the chastisement of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, and his out his straight out arm and his miracles and his act which he did in the midst of egypt unto pharaoh the king of egypt and unto all his land and what he did unto the army of egypt unto their horses and to their chariots how he made the power of the red how he made the water of the red sea to overflow them as they pursued after you and how the lord had destroyed them unto this day verse 5 Deuteronomy 11 and what he did unto you in the wilderness until he came into this place let us get into let's go to verse 6 and what he did unto unto Dathan and Abiram the sons of Eliab the son of Reuben how the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up and their households and their tents and all the substance that was in their possession in the midst of all Israel these were, he was talking to the fathers, the fathers, the parents, the generations that saw his deliverance from, from out of the land of Egypt. Then he said, but your eyes have seen all the great acts of the Lord which he did. Many of you, you have seen, you have seen, you have experienced. Go, you are not yet where you want to be. Yes, that's true. But you are still not yet, you are not where you used to be. Even though you are not yet where you want to be. But by the faithfulness and the mercies and the goodness of God, you are not where you used to be. You have seen the mighty act of God, His faithfulness, His deliverance to you, your family. How when things get out of hand, things, the enemy comes to scatter. God now brings everything under control and He gathers back your life, your family, situations back again in, in your life. Sometimes you know you are very responsible. Very responsible for all the repercussions, the evil that okay. Sometimes I know it out. It is out of my own disobedience and my own negligence and my own um, my own act of going out of alignment with God. I know. Sometimes I I do know. So with our own eyes, we have seen the great acts of the Lord, which He has done for us, for our families. But we fail to keep. His command. We fail to please Him. The verse 8 of Deuteronomy chapter 11 says that, Therefore shall ye keep all the commands, the commandments which I command you this day, that ye may be strong, that ye may be strong, and go in and possess the land whither ye go to possess it, and that ye may prolong your days in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give unto them and to their seed, a land that floweth with milk and honey. For the land whither thou goest, into possess it it is not as the land of egypt from whence he came out where thou sowest thy seed and waterest it with thy foot as a garden of herbs but the land whither ye go to possess it is a land of hills and valleys and drinketh water of the rain of heaven hey my god
land which the Lord thy God careth for. Hey, God, there are lands that God Himself waters. There are lands that man must labor to water. There are lands that God tends by Himself. In Psalm, Psalm 65 or so, you remember that the Bible says, Thou visitest the earth and thou visitest and waters, waterest it. Right? God is able to visit a land that is in that is aligned to him, given over to him, dedicated to him. That was the kind of land he was given to his people. He said, A land with the Lord thy God carried for. The eyes of the Lord thy God are always upon it. Hmm. From the beginning of the year, even unto the end. Yes, God bless you. Even unto the end of the year. From the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Oh, what a blessing. God bless you for the scriptures. Thou visitest the earth and waterest it. Thou greatly enrichest it with the river of God, which is full of water. That is what he was telling them. That was the nature of the Canaan land. Now that is the inheritance and the portions, the portion of every believer. The, the, the truth is that anytime, anytime a, a, a person becomes born again, and all of these inheritances in Christ Jesus are made available for them to possess, the enemy does not just allow you to walk into it for free. You have to put up a fight because he, he resists. Why does the enemy say, why does the Bible say resist the devil and he will flee from you? Because the enemy will come to fight you and God will allow it to test your resolve, your resolve for him. God will allow that to happen to see how much you are willing to rely on him he want to see how much you are willing for him to train and equip you in the art of warfare hallelujah bible says and it shall come to pass if he shall hearken diligently unto the Lord, unto my thy, my commandments which I command you this day, to love the Lord, that is that that was that was that that is the crux of everything that God was seeking from them, not money, not gold, not an offering of their children or their firstborn, like he he requested of Abraham. He says, and it shall come to pass, beloved. This is the word of God to us. And it shall come to pass if we shall hearken diligently unto God's commandments, which He has commanded us this day to love the Lord, seeking to please Him, to love the Lord our God, seeking to please Him and to serve Him with all our hearts not part of our hearts, part are given to entertainment, part are given to um, 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 some friends, part are given to some dedications and all sort of things with all our hearts and with all our souls bible says that he will give us the rain of our land in his due season he will give us the rain of our land in his due season the first rain and the latter rain that we may gather in our corn and our wine and our oil and I will give thee that I will give you the rain of your land in his due season, the first rain and the latter rain, that thou mayest gather in thy corn and thy wine and thy oil. I pray unto you, I pray for you. May God give you rain 
reign in your land in these two seasons in the name of Jesus. May God grant hey, unto burning ones the reign of our land in due season in the name of Jesus Christ. The first rain and the latter rain that we may gather corn, everything corn, everything wine, everything oil, the wealth and the riches, hey, the fatness of the land in the name of Jesus. The glory and the wealth of Gentiles in the name of Jesus Christ. Every labor where we labored in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus something from the 14 to 28 and then the 12 verse 1 God continued to promise him he says I will send thee I will send grass in thy fields for thy cattle my blessings will go just be beyond you we realize from Deuteronomy 7 verse 14 the other time how that when God begins to bless a man to be fruitful even the animals in a man's house they, be, they begin to be fruitful as well so when I own a cat earlier this year, before it passed on, when I'm fasting, the cat fasts. Everything under my care, when I'm fasting, you must fast. It will fast. If I'm breaking at 12, it breaks at 12. Only when sometimes it's too extended that I allow it to break before time. Because when the blessings of God come upon me, it comes upon everything, everyone around me, everything under my care and stewardship. God says that he will send grass in thy fields for thy cattle, that thou mayest eat and be full. He says, take heed to yourself that your heart be not deceived, that your heart is not swept away, that you go out of alignment, that you lose focus on this God who is doing all these things for you, who is giving you all these blessings. He says that ye turn aside. The turning aside is the getting out of alignment. Verse 16. It says, take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived. Hey, your heart can be deceived. In deception, you begin to disagree with God. And in disagreement, you turn aside. In turning aside, you lose focus. It says, you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. Verse 17 now says, and then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you. Anytime we turn aside, judgment. Amos chapter 3, we realize it. Just the same way when we continue to please him, he releases blessings upon blessings on our path. A grade that you get in exams. Even if you come out of school making a pass and that pass is wholesome. You never cheated. You, know, you never borrowed anybody's answer. Nobody ever shaded a thing for you. You never cheated in exams hall for any grade, any exam, anything. In the sight of God, that is more precious and carries weight than a first class. Even a first class upper, if there is anything like that. That that you, you had to you have to plagiarize to get you have to you have to um, cook up okay or fabricate lies you have to lie in assignments you have to copy you have to cheat in exams to get it is not wholesome before god that is weightless 
that is weightless. Don't forget the, the sacrifice of the Lord. Then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you, and he shut up the heaven, hey, that there be no rain, and that the land yield not her fruit, and lest ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. Therefore shall ye lay up those these words, these <laughs> my words in your heart. It says that thy words have I hid in my heart that I be not sin against you right thy words have I hid in my heart so that I can always be in agreement with you so that I can always fo focus on you so that I can always please you because anytime I compromise on any of these protocols of intimacy then I begin to sin against you so I need your words that's why we come here we come here to hide the words of God in our hearts so that we do not sin against God. Because every day sin is lurking on our door. Sin is lurking on our door. Every day sin lurks on our door like Cain. And it's getting darker and darker. So we are getting into days where you no longer have to search for evil or search for sin. Evil is searching for righteous people. All the more, as the day and the age gets darker and darker. See, it is not enough to hide the word in your heart. He said, therefore shall you lay up these my words in your heart. You must hide it in your soul. It must get to your soul. He says, and in your soul. And bind them for a sign upon your hand that they may be as if they may be as frontless between your eyes so see the word of god has and it's supposed to have an implication as a double-edged sword bible says that it has its effect even it's able to divide the soul okay the spirit the soul even the bone and the marrow the marrow that talks about the three entire three dimensions of a man that is why we will we realize that in part two of this teaching if you have not listened to it you can go and listen to it after after here we looked at created for intimacy we realize that how our by design by our 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 architecture divinity took into consideration in his own of in his own supernatural intelligence and sophistication he took into consideration the, the the need for him to be able to for us to be able to host him and for him to be able to have fellowship with us on all levels most especially or primarily on a spiritual level because god is spirit so the word of god is supposed to have that transcendency in our lives. Saying, so, You shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house and when thou walkest by the way. See, everything must be consumed by the word, every part of our lives. When you, you it says, When you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, 
your sitting, your standing, and then your walking. Psalm 1 verse 1. And when thou risest up, it says, and thou, sh- and thou shalt write them upon the doorpost of thine house and upon thy gates, that your days may be multiplied, that your days may be multiplied, that your days may be multiplied. It's impossible to hide the word and not be able to do it. If you hide it in your heart, the word of God has a way of moving your heart to obedience. Your heart will just will just be moved to obey the word. You will act according to it. Because out of the abundance of the heart, not only does the mouth speak, but the entire life of a man moves in line with the abundance of their heart. That your days may be multiplied and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. For if ye shall diligently keep all these commandments which I command you to do them, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways and to cleave unto him, then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before you. Ha. And he shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. Greater nations and mightier than yourselves. As you continue to please God, he displeases your enemies. He displaces them so that you can have placement and establishment. He says that every place where upon the soles of your feet, hey, the blessing of Joshua, every place where upon the soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours from the wilderness and Lebanon, from the wilderness and Lebanon, from the river. From the river, the river Euphrates, even unto the uttermost sea, shall your coast be. May this be your portion in the name of Jesus. Verse 25, there shall no man be able to stand before you. For the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land that ye shall tread upon. As he had said unto you, behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing and a curse as I round up this part of the teaching hear the word of the Lord behold I said before you this day a blessing and a curse verse 27 of Deuteronomy chapter 11 a blessing if you obey you seek to please God by obeying the commandments of the Lord your God which he has commanded you to this day and verse 28 a curse if you refuse to to please God by disobeying the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside out of the way which God has commanded us this day to go after other gods, other things, other places, to go out of alignment with His will, to search after other gods which ye have not known. May God deliver us in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. John chapter 14, we see Jesus also say, telling us, if you love me, if you truly love me, you claim to be intimate with me, then keep my commandments, John 14, 15. Because it is only in keeping my commandments that you bring unto me pleasure. It is only in keeping my commandments that you please me, that I take delight in you. 
when you delight in my commandments, I also delight in you. According to Psalm, Psalm number one, the Bible says that, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day, not only day and night. As we delight in the law of the Lord, the word of the Lord, the, and, and we take heed according to all that is written therein to obey and to keep, then we end up pleasing him. We bring him pleasure. And that opens the door. It, it invites God. It provokes. It provokes the heart of God to love us the more, to also take pleasure more and more in us. That is why God will not have favorites, but He will have intimates. That is why Jesus will not have favorites, but He would have intimates. Are you Lord God? Oh my. a proof of your love for God keeping his commandments keeping his commandments John chapter 14 verse 21 Jesus said he that hath my commandment and keepeth them he it is that loveth me not the one who has them in his head but doesn't walk in keeping with the word of God it is possible to know the scriptures and not know God. It is possible to know about God and still not know God. Jesus told them, he said that he, he searched the scriptures thinking that in them you will find eternal life. You do err, not knowing the scriptures.
see, you can come to the point where you become so used to the word of God. You hear it every day on different platforms. On radio, you go to church. And many a times, the people who even preach the word, they are just teaching the letter, no spirit. They teach the word, the, the scriptures, what is on the pages of the Bible. But no spirit, no ink. The only way you can write on the hearts of people is to teach the word of God with the, the ink of the word. So that every time, so that like Apostle Paul said, ye are our epistles you are our epistles written written not 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 with ink okay as in as in a, 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 a physical ink literally but by the spirit it takes a spirit to ink it takes a spirit to ink the word of god on their hearts the tablets of the heart of people No, that one is, I think it's in Philipp, I don't know whether it's in Philippians or so. It says that you are our epistles written and read, not written and, and, and known and read in our, written in our hearts, known and read by all men, written not with ink, but by the Spirit also. Hallelujah. So it takes the spirit. You see, it is not the knowledge of the stories that transform. It is the mysteries in the stories that transform. The, 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 the stories only inform. And you can still remain deformed knowing the stories. But it takes the mysteries to transform. It takes the mysteries to transform. It takes the mysteries in the stories to convert the soul because the law of the lord is perfect converting the soul the law of the lord is perfect converting the soul the testimony of the lord is righteous making wise the simple hallelujah so you can know that the letter but we say the letter kill it let me just let me just and it takes a while it takes labor in the word to be able to have access to the mysteries the mysteries are the keys the mysteries release light the mysteries are the keys hallelujah and sometimes you have to sit on the word for hours laboring on laboring in the word that's why bible says that count them of double honor who labor in the word and in doctrine laboring in the word alone is no joke not to talk of doctrine they are two different things Let me share this testimony. Was it the, the, the day before yesterday? Yes. I was doing something at home, working on something for the church, my, my local church. It's an Assemblies of God church. And I, a call came through, an impromptu call, call came through. The person who called is, 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 is present in this meeting. And um, I'm just sharing this. I think it's a testimony that I will share anyway. So let me just use this opportunity to share because it ties in with what I'm trying to I'm trying to share. He called and then he told me that there is a lady who has who has been become destabilized after she had an encounter, an encounter with a, a light or a personality in light. That looks like Jesus. According to the lady, she had had an encounter with Jesus. But nobody encounters God and lives deformed. At worst, you must be transformed. 
at, at worst you must be changed when Paul on, on the road to Damascus encountered Jesus Paul's state did not become worse no the blindness that he was stricken with upon encountering that light was only a preparation it was a revelation of how he was physically blind so that later when he went to see is it Ananias or so and he was prayed for and discipled that the scale it fell off his eye it fell off his eye so that he now began to see the light the light that lighted every man that entered into this world then his real destiny began to unfold so beloved nobody has begun living yet until you have begun living for God and until you've had an encounter a tangible notable encounter that becomes a reference point in your life of how that after that encounter everything changed and your life now and your life beginning from after that encounter is incomparable in fact it changed it took a whole new turn and dimension compared to the time before that encounter these are encounters of life encounters that transform then he began living for Jesus the lady now had this encounter and since then according to many people and I believe that even if there were some people who were wrong a lot of people cannot be wrong like that even including pastors and you know leaders of church they are saying that it looks like excuse me she's losing her composure her, her sanity because how can you have an encounter with Jesus and you begin acting strange, awkwardly? You are, you, in fact, you going the extremes, even in doing things for God. I mean, extreme, 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 and 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 wrongly sometimes, wrongly dividing the word of truth. So it became unbearable, according to what I heard. And then she was taken to a place, a missions house or something like that, to stay there, while the priest and people were working on her, trying to, you know. Um, pray for her, counsel her, for God to re restore her to her former state, or for any spirit that has been that has become responsible to for her destabilization to leave her. They wanted to, to dislodge that entity, whatever entities are responsible, because she she explained she when I was speaking with her, she shared with me how that she had had encounters with many celebrities and other spirits and dreams where she was fighting demons and all sort of entities. I took time patiently while working on a thing for the church and listened to her. I heard her out. Then afterwards, the Spirit of the Lord I, I, left to me. I would have wished to probably maybe touch on a few things of the history and prophesy a little bit and all of that. The Holy Spirit just gave me words to speak. So I asked a few questions, then I began to address her. I be, the, the Holy Spirit giving me utterance and the points, the places to hit on. As I spoke to her, by the end of that two hours, 46 minutes call, the one who, it was a conference call, the one who brought the lady or connected the lady. This is not in-person pers, in deliverance. So this is on phone. The one who brought the lady is right here. By the end of the call, the lady was rejoicing, jubilating, thanking God for deliverance. She said she has come to herself. Now everything that was worrying her, depression and all those things had left all of a sudden. Through the, the delivery of the living word, the spirit of the word. 
when the bible says that i'm talking about things that people are handling physically taking it to missionary house and where have you and it's not being solved and upon a, upon talking to somebody on the phone in fact all of the two hours 46 minutes i think i didn't do more than 30 minutes of the talking i didn't do more than 30 minutes i only did listening i listened most of the time and at, at certain points in time the network was disturbing us so i only listened then i just delivered as the spirit of god gave me utterance utterance and then i realized that bible says ye shall know the truth you see there is power in the knowledge of the truth the rightly divided word of truth whenever we rightly divide the word of truth with with the leading of the spirit with the light of the spirit the power of god backs that truth and that truth becomes a weapon that brings liberty and deliverance to captives so there is a realm of deliverance for believers that is not only rooted in i cast you out in jesus name no it is rooted in the knowledge of the word of god it brings light and that as i spoke to her that was what was happening to her the darkness was living the darkness was being dispelled every the tormenting spirit were living and then afterwards it was just a short word of prayer and we were done and god delivered her mysteriously hallelujah So we are talking about the knowledge of the word, the mystery, not, not just the stories. Other than that, there are some kinds of confrontations of demons. There are some kinds of foul spirits. There are some kinds of infirmities that cannot or that will not obey you. There are spirits that one day, many spirits will obey you, but there, are, there is that kind you encounter that will tell you that Jesus I know, Paul I know, you, who art thou? But the Bible says, this kind goeth not out, except but prayer by prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. If ye love me, keep my commandment. The proof that we love God is, in, is working in keeping with his word. The word. Not just the letter making sure we understand what is written therein you may you may not be able to necessarily teach like me because in the apostolic for instance god has areas of emphasis where he majors grace and i know that in this apostolic gifting that god has given me or the office he has called me to through an encounter i had where i was handed over some and some monies i know the, the strength the strength of this office one has to do with the healing grace another the prophetic another the teaching the teaching and the healing stand so strong and so tall so you may not necessarily be able to teach bible says that according to ephesians chapter 4 he has dealt to every one of us a measure of grace right every one of us has a measure of grace Yours is to be effective. It's like the parable of the talent, which we are going to look at shortly. Be effective in the little which God has given you. It is possible to grow your talent. It is possible. It is possible to start with one and end up with ten. Even though God from the beginning gave it, gave you one. Because Bible says that he gave them according to their abilities. He gave to each one according to their abilities. That is through foreknowledge. 
God will not heap up upon you or laden you with loads and cares and burdens beyond that which you are capable of. The same way in 1 Corinthians chapter chapter um, 10 verse 12, it says that no temptation has ever overtaken you except that which is common to man. And even in, in as much as the temptations that come upon us, Bible says that God only allows that which is common to man. He still now comes down. He, he, he begins to customize your temptation. He says that, and, and God will also not allow you to be tempted beyond that which you are capable of. So he allows, number one, that which is common to man to come upon you. And even in the commonness to man, okay, he now looks at you. You are a man. Now it is you in, you specifically that he, he is permitting the temptation to come to as a trial. He has to look at your strength and allow that which is, 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 is not too much or beyond your strength. What a good God. That is why he says that the day that you fail, he says, Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10, when thou, when thou failest in the day of adversity, or when you fail in the day of adversity, your strength is small. That means your strength is small indeed, because still God did not permit that which is more stronger than you, that which is beyond you to come against you. 1 Corinthians 10, there had no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. You see his faithfulness. This is one of the ways of the revelation of the faithfulness of God. He says, God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted. He will not permit you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it that he may be able to bear it, hallelujah, that he may be able to bear that temptation, that he may be able to bear that temptation. I pray that may God increase your strength in the name of Jesus, strength to overcome all obstacles, strength to overcome temptation in the name of Jesus, strength to advance amidst oppositions, amidst every form of resistance in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus said, If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. When we please God, we abide in His love. And whenever we are in the love of God, the jealousy of God is activated on our behalf. Whenever you are in, in the love of God, you see, the, 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 the prodigal son, so long as he was in the house, as an obedient son, he had the covering of his father, the love of his father, the protection of his father. But the moment he left, he lost that covering while he was there in the wild living that wild lifestyle he was susceptible his life the walls of his life were broken down there was no longer security or covering he was susceptible to all the harsh conditions of the world attacks death lack want when he could be under security of his father abundance of wealth provision in fact father means source abba or father it means source progenitor one also that begets so he was connected to the source 
of all of his blessings, protection, provisions, and they decided to disconnect. Anytime we love God, anytime we walk in keeping with his word, we, we abide in his love. In his love, his jealousy, everything. When you, you abide in God's love, when you, you are actually moving his heart. And, and when you have his heart, everything that God's hand is able to achieve, accomplish, he, it accomplishes, he, he accomplishes on your behalf. Hallelujah. Deliverance is taking place. Deliverance is taking place. People are being touched. It's, it's raining like it's raining. I see rains. Rains. Rains, rains. It is raining. Rains of refreshment. You will live here feeling revived. You will live here and you don't know how that problem left you. You will live here and you don't know how that disturbance left you because he will keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because he's, he trusted in him. May the deliverance of God reach you in that place, in that home, in that room, on that bed, on that chair, by that roadside, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May the outstretched arm of God begin to turn every impossible situations in your life around for good in Jesus' name. I pray for a quickening of your life, your walk, your heart, in the name of Jesus, by the Spirit of God. Let them on a high. saith unto Simon, Simon Peter, he says, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? And Simon saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. <laughs> but God wasn't looking for an answer of the lip, <laughs> because he had realized, he has experienced it many times. He says, these people love me with their lips. They draw nigh unto me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And beloved, it is possible to give God a, a yes, a yes to the call and the demand that he's placing on your heart. It's possible to give him a yes from your mouth, a yes from your head, a yes, a yes, a yes from, from, from your faculties of reasoning but not a yes from your your heart 
not a yes it is difficult to come to the place where you know that you know that you know that God has called you and loved you with an everlasting love and that love should be the pivot the fulcrum the centrality of all that you do for him and with that love you should be compelled to also respond what is your response to that love of God his outstretched arm his desire and his longing for your belonging what is your response to that are you still running away from him are you still giving God like Jonah are you still running away from his presence David says where without shall I go or shall I flee from your presence if I go to the north thou art there to the south thou art there in the ground thou art there to show or, or to the underground you are there where would I are you still giving God a yes from your head the kind of yes that you give God from your head so that the day of the testing of your faith comes when your master is being arrested and you are supposed to bear and suffer persecutions and afflictions on his name and when men are dragging you to the, 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 the they are dragging you to the authorities of these days you begin to run away and deny him and say just like Peter I know him not Peter have we not seen you walk with this man are you not one of his disciples no I don't know him the answer of the head but when you're able to give God a yes from your heart hey Koba I think first Timothy chapter 1 verse 12 or verse 13 or first Timothy 3 verse 12 or 13 I don't know but like Paul you'll be able to say you'll be able to say you'll be able to say like Paul I know in whom I have believed and I am persuaded I am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I commit unto him my soul my spirit my life is able to keep me whole blameless without any spot without blemish he's able to keep me without any form of of, of, of my, bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord delivered him out of them all and not one of his bones is broken for the which cause i also suffer these things you can't suffer many things for christ when your yes to the call is from your mouth you can't please him when the yes you give your response is from your head or your mouth you can't suffer many things you can't endure many things you can't go far because the journey bible says looking unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith the one who authored the faith authored the faith with blood suffering agony pain betrayal betrayal there had to be the death of the testator for this, this new faith into which we've been born while the law was fulfilled to take effect there had to be the death of the testator and there can't be death or there had to be there can't be the shedding of blood without death 
There can't be a new covenant without death. So if the author of the faith suffered, what makes us think that we are in to just enjoy blessings? Apostle Paul said that, For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed of Jesus. I am not. In Romans chapter 1, he, he said it there again. I am not ashamed of the gospel. For I know whom I have believed. I know. Not head knowledge. I know from experience. On the island of Morta, when the, when the viper wrapped its hand around me, his power was with me, was with me to, to deliver me, to preserve me, to, 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 to keep me. Because he's able to keep according to Jude 1.24. So when I shook the, the viper off of my hand, I suffered no harm. I suffered no harm. So I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. I am persuaded. I am persuaded. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. May God help us in the name of Jesus. May tell him of Randa Kataya. He said, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than this? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lambs. Jesus said, If you love me, feed my lambs. As I am feeding you, according to the instructions of God, laboring in word and in doctrine to deliver sound biblically accurate unadulterated truth and mysteries from the word of god by the help and the leading of a spirit i'm doing my part it's up to you and i to now become doers i'm feeding the flock of god as many as are hungry and as many that open their mouth to be fed because clothed mouths don't get fed clothed mouths don't get fed if you are full of yourself you are full of too much you can't get fed clothed closed mouths don't get fed closed mouth don't get fed may god remember you in jesus name Whatever is your need, I pray. May God release an angel to attend unto your need in Jesus' name. Come back here on Friday to testify in Jesus' mighty name. It is done. Now Jesus, knowing the source of Peter's answer, said unto him again, in John chapter 21 verse 16, he repeated the question. He says, he said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? And Peter now said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my sheep. He said unto him the third time. You know, anytime you see this thing happens, it is, not, it is beyond emphasis. Okay? It is beyond emphasis. It is a, it's a matter of doubt. Matter of doubt and then the erasing or erasal of doubt. Jesus repeated it the third time. May God help us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I want us to end here. We shall come and look at the protocols of transformation. The protocols of transformation. Beholding and the rest. It's, it's something if I get into, I'll soon not be able to finish. 
So I don't want to start in the first place and not be able to finish. I want us to have a new session, a full session for that. Amen. John chapter 17 verse 26. Jesus said, this is Jesus speaking. He says, and I have declared unto them, unto which people, the disciples, unto which people, the people of his days, as many as accepted him as a Christ, even them that did not accept him, he declared unto them the name of God, the name, what name? Father. I told us the other day that when a Jewish baby is born, the first two words that they learn to speak is mother and father or father and mother that is Abba and Ima and those names were so personal they were so sensitive so whole it was almost a haram a taboo an abomination to call God your father because it was not seen it was not believed that any man could get so intimate with God to now for flesh and blood to call the father of all spirit a father of themselves so in the olden days if you dare call God in Jewish custom if you dare call God as your father it is possible you will be sent to the Sahindrin for questioning. Your life might even be taken care of, might, might be even be taken from you. So even Jesus calling God his father was a problem to the Pharisees. But that was his that was his mission. And he testified, he said that I came to please you. I came to please you. I came to please you. I had to reveal your name to the people. What name? The name Father. Apostle Paul also bought into this revelation and he said that, Apostle Paul said that, we can also cry out to God and call him Abba, Father. Abba, Father. So he's no longer distant. He's not some abstract force like it, it was in the days of the Israelites where they would come to the foot of a mountain and Moses would go up and God would speak to Moses from the top of the mountain and sometimes the voice of God from, from, from atop the mountain will now thunder down as, as, as bolts, thunder bolts to them and they become scared and afraid how how can you be how can you be scared and afraid of somebody who protects you who feeds you who's supposed to be your father and your mother it's because that revelation had not yet been made available unto them and they had not been brought near 
their sins were only covered but were not wiped away that old nature was still there but bible says that when god sent jesus to come and die for us we who were sometime afar off according to ephesians chapter 2 we were at some time ago afar off we were alienated from the commonwealth of israel we have been brought near we have been brought near we have been brought near you and i have been brought hey komali masate let don't cover her you never let me go emmanuel you watching over me the blood we've been brought near how when Bible says when Jesus hung on that tree hey there was darkness at about the ninth hour an earthquake and the veil of the temple was torn in twain and this is the summary of that mystery that entire happening is in access i give you access you were afar off only the priest could have access now i bring you on here unto myself the revelation of the father the fatherhood of god so that as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons we can call ourselves sons of god a privilege they never had in the old testament You will see Abraham begat this and Isaac begat that and um, 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 Jacob or Israel, Jacob begat that and so on and so forth. But if you read John chapter 1, you also see your spiritual lineage. It says, Mokani Messiah, Lugradona Mohoshenemete. If you read John chapter 1, you will see you too, your spiritual lineage. Bible says that he was in the world. And the world was made by him. And the world knew him not. He came to his own. And his own received him not. So even if God gives you a gift and you don't receive it, God can take it and give it to someone else. It is no wickedness. God is not being partial. God is not training himself. No, on training him. He says, but as many as received him, whether they were madmen, whether they were Jews, whether they were Gentiles, whether they were rich or poor, as many, they, them that he came to, they received him not. That is how I am with people. If you receive me, as many as receive me, to them I give to benefit of every treasure that God has endowed me with as many as partner with God Bible says but as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name even to them that believe on his name now see the lineage which were born the reason you can call him Abba father which were born not of blood 
so yes you have earthly fathers and earthly mothers but you were born according to the new your spiritual genealogy you were born not of blood God, he is the one who he foreknew you in your mother's womb. He 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 is the one who predestined you to come to the earth for such a time as this. He is the one who placed you in your mother's womb through the seed of your father. So yes, it looks like you are born of blood, but you were not born of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. Your dad felt like at this time, at this point in time in our marriage, let's make babies. And you think that you proceed that you are a product of the will, the desire of man, of your father, of your or your mother. But Bible says that you were not born of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Hey, but of God. You were born by the will of God. And if you are born by his will, you have legal access to him, legal right to him, to call him Abba, Father, Abba, Father, Abba, Father, Marco Nimosai. Matthew 25, pleasing our master. Let's look at the parable of the talents. I'm going to share something briefly from there, and then I will bring the session to an end. You never let me go read from verse 20 Matthew 25 verse 20 and so okay okay Let, let's read from verse 14 for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling unto a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods and unto one Bible says he gave five talents to another two and to another one to every man according to his several ability and straight away took his journey then he that had had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents and likewise he that received two he also gained other two but he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his lord's money more katibaha hey what a what a man and after a long time the lord of those servants came and reckoned with them and he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents saying lord thou deliverest unto me five talents behold i have gained beside them five talents more his lord said unto him well done thou good and faithful servant thou hast been faithful over a few things i will make thee ruler over many things enter thou into the joy of the lord he also that had received two talents came and said lord thou deliverest unto me two talents behold i have gained two other talents beside them his lord said unto him well done good and faithful servant thou hast been faithful over a few things i will make thee ruler over many things enter thou into the joy of the lord verse 24 then he which had received 
the one talent came and said and said lord i know thee <laughs> i knew thee i knew thee that thou art an hard man how can you tell your master this reaping reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed and i was afraid notice the fear the absence of fear of faith is fear anytime there is fear faith checks out the door faith leaps out the window anytime fear enters the room and i was afraid and you know it takes faith to please god the reason is that and i was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth lo there thou lo there lo there thou hast that is thine his lord answered and said unto him thou wicked and slothful servant thou knewest that i reap where i sowed i sowed not and gather where i have not strawed thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges and then at my coming i should have received my own usury Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which had ten talents. For unto unto everyone that hath, for unto everyone that hath shall be given, and he and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast ye, he says, and cast ye the unprofitable servant unto outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him. Then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. Beloved, this is a mystery over here. To please God, you need to have faith in God. The simple reason, the two servants, one with five talents, the other with two talents, pleased their master, multiplied, was because they had faith in their master. If we are going to please God in the protocol of bringing him pleasure, he sought the pleasure he sought from these three servants was profit that the gifts, the talents he had given them, they will work with them and bring him profit. The profit would bring him pleasure, their faithfulness will bring him pleasure but it will take a servant who believes in his master who loves his master who is in agreement with his master who, whose focus is on his master and that which brings his master pleasure it will take a servant who has set his master's goal before him to bring profit but that last servant with the one talent he said I don't have faith in you because I know you reap where you have no you have no sown. You gather where you have not strawed. So I am I was afraid of you. I was afraid of your your rules of engagement. It means that this servant never even knew the master. He never knew his master because his master will not gather where he has not sown. What happened right in front of him what happened to his one talent that he buried in the floor his master took it and gave it to the one with ten talents so did that one with the ten talent gather or did he gather where he had not strawed or did he harvest from where where he had sown did he gather from a place where he had strawed or did he reap from where he had sown no not so not so 
the mercies of God. If you don't understand your master, you're not in agreement with him. You can't, you can't understand him. If you don't focus on him, you can't know him in, in order to be able to please him. I have said the Lord always before me. As you set him before him, before you, you monitor his movement. You, you, you take note of his lies and his light. The things that God hates, you hate. The things that he loves, you love with perfect love. The things he hates, you hate with perfect hatred. According to Psalm 133. <laughs> Beloved, lift your voice. Thank God for today's session. Thank God. Thank God for the word. Thank God. Thank God. Tell God that, Lord, help me not be as that servant who had no faith in you and couldn't please you. Let me not be as the, the, the Israelites in their stiff-necked days, the days when they were stiff-necked, so that, Lord, they failed to honor you. They provoked you to anger and to jealousy. Lord, oh God, we do not want to be like the slothful and fruitful and profitable servant in Matthew 25. Oh, grant us, deepen our faith in you. Grant us grace to please you, to walk intimately with you, to apply every one of these protocols hey, as we seek, as we search for you with all our hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord, the work is not about today. It is about tomorrow. It is about the days ahead. It is about the days of adversity. Oh God, oh God, it is not only about today. For I know that trying times will come. Days of adversity and difficulties will come. Help me to remain faithful and steadfast. A hey, profitable unto you in all things. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hi, having counted the cost, let me not be moved by anything, the sight of my eyes or the hearing of my ears. In the name of Jesus. I bless you, Lord. Grant me grace to keep bringing you pleasure at all times. In the name of Jesus Christ, to do your will, to do, do your bidding. Oh God, oh God. Deepen my, my faith in you. Increase my faith in you. And help me, oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we bless you. We honor you, Lord. Emmanuel, you have been with us. Elohim, your name is great in this place. Adonai, you reign. You reign forever. Jehovah, we know you exist all by yourself. Eternally, eternally living and blessed God. Self-subsisting. Most blessed potentate. We honor you, Jesus. We thank you for your, this refreshing moment in your presence. May the impact be permanent in our lives. Grant us great to be doers and not hearers only in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed with thanksgiving. We love you. We honor you. We bless your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved, may the Lord bless and keep you all. We will come again, God willing. I will finish up with the protocols of intimacy. I think the intimacy series is what we'll be doing for this month. I may not. And then if God graces us, I will touch on the origins of Christmas 
and the purpose of Christmas. And then the big question, the big question as to whether Christians should be involved in, in celebrating Christmas or not. Okay, that is all that I'll do. But we shall be praying, like I said earlier, I'll pray more and we'll complete our teachings on intimacy. I believe we need it for next year. Next year is a turbulent year. So get ready. It's a turbulent, spiritually turbulent, financially turbulent year. Amen. But them that have God, that know, do know their God, I would say they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. They, they, they will prosper, they will flourish in hard times. Amen. So we'll, uh, until we meet again, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and be gracious unto you in the name of Jesus. Please, if you haven't followed the podcast, click the plus button beside the name Burning Ones to follow us so that whenever we come live, you will get the notification. And when we publish our teaching sessions or our teaching pod episodes, you get to be notified firsthand. Okay, God bless you. God bless you. Do well to share this podcast to somebody. You can click on the Burning Ones icon, go to the dashboard and listen. Listen to teachings. Be blessed. Be blessed. Educate your spirit. Let your spirit man grow. Amen. And and when next time when you are coming, invite somebody. Deliberately invite two people, three people to be blessed by the same things that you are being blessed with by the Spirit of God. Amen. And if you want to give, that, that is the contact of our meeting days, the, the details of our meeting days and our meeting times. If you want to give to bless the ministry, you can find the details also on the screen. Send and be blessed. Even as we raise funds for the subscription of our annual podcast something. And um, also, as we raise funds for compassion and action. Please keep burning for Jesus. Don't lose your fire. Talk to somebody about Jesus. Remember that I love you, but Jesus loves you more than I do. I love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.